I'm so glad you're here with us today. I am so excited to be sharing the word once again. I uh, had several weeks off where some of our other pastors and leaders here at Toronto City Church were sharing, but I am, uh, I'm excited to be back and I'm excited for what God is going to speak to us today as we continue our Hello, My Name Is series. Now, before we jump into our main content, I wanted to just remind you of some practical things and just share a couple uh, practical items with you. First and foremost, um, thank you again just to our online audience and all of you who are tuning in this way. I know some of you, you're here in person some weeks and then you're also joining online, but I know also for some of you, this is the main way you're connecting with Toronto State Church right now. And we're, we're so thankful for that and we're so thankful for you. And we are constantly working to uh, you know, navigate everything we're navigating and grow and improve this experience for you. So we're, uh, we're, we're looking forward to when we can live stream our services. We're not quite there yet. We're still sorting out some of the final details, but we will be doing that sooner rather than later. So please just stay tuned. Uh, to to more details of, of the live stream and how we're going to be doing that. But we'll, we'll definitely give you kind of a heads up, give you some, uh, some details in advance for that. And so that's really important, number one. Number two, just really want to encourage you in staying connected here at Toronto City Church, especially if you are newer. Now, I know some of you who are tuning in and watching today, you've been with Toronto City Church for a long time, you're very connected, but we really recognize in the season and we love it, there's just been a lot of new faces coming. There's been a lot of new people getting connected. Obviously, we see it in person, but also in the online experience and the online environment, we know there's people who maybe you, you've become part of Toronto City Church or you really feel like this is your home church. And so we really want to just encourage you to get connected. Now, there's a number of ways that we encourage people to connect. There's going, obviously, to connection groups, which are happening. You can get involved and serve and volunteer. And then also we encourage people to join in classes and different learning opportunities that we offer. And so just, but the, the bottom line, the key is let us know. Let us know that you're here. Let us know that you are connecting and that you want to be more connected. And if you just want to reach out to us and let us know, it's really easy here online. Uh, you can shoot us an email. You can just, you know, just speak with somebody in the, in the chat box, but we want to make sure you're connected with us. Now, on that note, just practically, this is going to be in the announcements afterwards, but I really want to make sure we emphasize this Tuesday, we have a volunteer training that's happening. It's virtual. It's starting at 7 p.m. and it's really key. We already had one earlier, a bunch of people got into that one this month, but everyone who currently volunteers or who would like to volunteer needs to participate in this. So I encourage you can still sign up. It's a virtual training. Go online, make sure that you do that. And then last but not least, on the element of connecting, on the 7th, so on Sunday, November 7th, two weeks from today, we are going to have what we're calling a backstage pass, Meet the Pastors. This is going to be happening after second service, and we're going to have some food, the pastors and some key leaders are going to be there. It's going to be opportunity just to connect, to learn a little bit more about the church, to learn a little bit more about how you can plug in and how you can be involved. And so I really want to encourage you to set aside the time to be there. Now, it will be a live event. It won't be... Uh, sure. Count me, check, sure, count me down. <laughs> Five, four, three. So let's dive into the Word of God now. Um, we, as I said at the start, we're continuing our series, Hello, My Name Is. 
And as you guys know, we've really been on this uh, on this theme or on this track since since the beginning of September, and we're really going to be continuing through October into November. I felt like it was something the Lord was like, you just need to stay here and you need to stay on this. And so, if you've been tracking with us, you'll know that we were talking about just the key focuses in this season. Number one, of encountering God. Number two, of reconnecting with one another. And then number three, of introducing people to Jesus. Really one of the key key themes has been just this call for us to know God and to make him known. And so throughout the month of September, I, I took some time to really lay some foundation on this. And then some of our other pastoral team took over. Um, three weeks ago, Pastor Sharon preached an amazing message on God being El Roy. You know, hello, my name is El Roy, the God who sees us, right? That God sees us in this season and whatever's going on, even for you right now, you're not alone. God sees you. And then the following week, Pastor Jair brought a very insightful word on Thanksgiving weekend and just on the power of Thanksgiving and how important it is in the season. And then last week, Pastor Samuel got back on the hello, my name is kind of train. And he was talking to us about God being El Shaddai, the almighty and the all sufficient one. His main text that he pulled this from was Genesis 17, verse 1, which says, When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty, or the actual you know, original language there is, I am El Shaddai. Walk before me and be blameless. And so he was really encouraging us last week, and I really want to just jump on and second the fact that in this season, we need to know God is Almighty. Right? That God is almighty. He is all-powerful. Everything we need can be found in him because the second part of that, El Shaddai, he's almighty. It also means that he is all-sufficient. Whatever our needs are in this season, God has more than enough. Come on, where you are right now, I want you to say he has more than enough. Right? He is almighty. He is all-sufficient. He doesn't have just enough. Right? He's not having to kind of ration out his power or ration out his provision because there's so much going on. No, he has more than enough. And wherever you are right now, whatever situation you're in, whatever circumstances you're going through, I want to encourage you today that God is almighty and God is all sufficient. He has more than enough. And so today what I want to do is I want to bridge off this because I was really encouraged even sitting in the message last week. I mean, really every message, they've really been encouraging me in this time. But I want to talk to you about another name of God, another facet of who he is, and it's actually very connected to El Shaddai. And it is the name El Elyon, the Most High God. Come on, somebody where you are right now, say he is the Most High God. And I want to just talk to you today. It's going to be a real simple word, but I want to talk to you and I want to encourage you about the fact that we serve the most high God. Come on, where you are right now, say he is the most high God. I want to start you where this first appears in the scriptures in Genesis chapter 14, 18 to 20. And so this is the context of where Abram had gone and he had rescued Lot because Lot had been captured. Actually, Pastor Samuel kind of 
touched on this a little bit last week in his word. And then he ended up, God gave him a victory. And then he ends up going and bringing offerings to the Lord through Melchizedek, who was a high priest in the king of Salem. So we're going to pick it up here in verse 18. It says, And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of God most high. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram by God most high. Come on, somebody say, You are the most high God. Right? It says, Blessed be Abram by God most high, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be God most high, who has delivered your enemies into your hands. Family, I want to encourage you today. Our God is El Elyon. He is the most high God. Now, what do we mean when we say that he is the most high God? Well, when we describe objects of exaltation as being higher than we are, Right? That's just how we describe objects of exaltation, something as being higher than higher in rank, higher in title, higher in beauty, higher in position, higher in intelligence. See, this height conveys the idea of superiority in power, in strength, and authority. Right? So God most high or the Lord most high means that there is no God, no created being, no idol. There is nothing in the universe that should be worshipped or exalted above Yahweh, the Lord, because he is superior in every single way. Family, in this time we're living in, in this season we're in, in the days we're in, we need to know and we need to remember and we need to be encouraged and we need to stir our faith up and we need to take our stand that our God is the most high God. He is higher in rank. He is higher in title. He is higher in beauty. He is higher in position. He is higher in intelligence. He is higher in power. He is higher in strength. He is higher in authority. There is no God, no created being, no idol. There is nothing that is even in the same galaxy as he is. He is superior in every single way. He is the most high God. Come on, somebody say it again. He is the most high God. Right? Our God, who is the most high God, the Bible teaches us, is omnipotent. What does it mean to be omnipotent? This means he is all-powerful. There is no limitations to his power. There is no limitations to what he can do. There is no limitations to what he can accomplish. He is omnipotent. Furthermore, not only is he omnipotent, but he is also omniscient. What do we mean by omniscient? Well, omniscient means that not only is he all-powerful, but he is also all-knowing. He has all wisdom. He has all understanding. He knows the end from the beginning. He is the Alpha and the Omega. There is nothing that confuses him. There is nothing that catches him off guard. There is nothing that he doesn't have an answer to. Our God, the Most High God, is omniscient. But not only is he omnipotent, not only is he omniscient, but he is also omnipresent. He is everywhere, guys. I know for some of us in this season, maybe we felt alone. Maybe we have felt abandoned or we felt uh, all by ourselves, but the Lord is with you. That's why they talk about one of his names is Emmanuel, God with us. He is with you. Come on, somebody where you are right now, say, he is with me. 
right? He is with you and you may not feel it all the time. And sometimes it may feel like he isn't, but he is with you because he is omnipresent. Our God, the most high God is omnipotent. Our God, the most high God is omniscient. Our God, the most high God is omnipresent. Let me just read to you a few more verses. I just, part of today, I just, I'm going to read scripture to you because I want to stir your faith up today in the most high God. Jeremiah 32 verse 7 says this, Ah, Lord God, it is you who have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and by your outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. Come on, somebody right now say nothing is too hard for him right? Nothing is too hard for the most high God. One of the things that Bible scholars will tell us that often when you see the most high or the most high God, you see this El Elyon, part of what it is referring to is referring to God as the creator of the heavens and the earth, right? No matter how high you go, no matter what mountain you look at, he's greater. He created it. No matter what star you look out and you see in the sky, he's greater. He, he created it. He is the most high God. And I just want to encourage today, each one of us, even as we look at the world around us, right? Right now, there's challenges, there's difficulties, there's situations that are going on, but we serve the most high God. We serve the God who made the heavens and who made the earth by his great power and his outstretched arm. And there is nothing that is too hard for him. There is nothing that you're walking through right now that is too hard for him. There is nothing that you are facing in the season that is too hard for him. There is nothing going on in the world around us that is too hard for him. He is El Elyon. He is the most high God. Let's go to Psalm 97, 1 to 9. And let me just read it to you again. It says, the Lord reigns. Let the earth rejoice. Let the many coastlands be glad. Can I just pause there for a second? Our God, the Most High God, He reigns. Come on, where you are right now, just say, He reigns. You know, when I'm saying some of these things, I know it'll ring a bell because quite often we sing these things. But we get used to singing them in a song or to singing them as part of a worship course. And sometimes that's all it is to us. It's just words to a song. But my prayer today is that it's not just words to a song, but those words to the song that we sing will flow to the revelation like our God reigns. Guys, yeah, in the world right around us right now, there's a lot of challenges, but our God reigns, right? There's some things maybe that you're frustrated or upset about, but our God reigns. There's wickedness and there's evil that's happening in the world around us, but our God reigns, right? He is the most high God. He reigns over all. He reigns over everything. He reigns over every sickness. He reigns over every disease. He reigns over every challenge. He reigns over every difficulty. Our God reigns. Let me keep reading here. The Lord reigns. Let the earth rejoice. Let the many coastlands be glad. Clouds and thick darkness are all around him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Fire goes before him and burns his adversaries all around. His lightnings light up the world, and the earth sees and trembles. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. The heavens proclaim his righteousness, and all the people see his glory. All worshipers of images are put to shame, who make their boast in worthless idols. Worship him, all you gods." 
Zion hears and is glad. And the daughters of Zion rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you, watch this, for you, O Lord, are most high over all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. Come on, somebody say he is the most high God. Come on, somebody say today, our God reigns. Let's look at another verse that talks about this. First Chronicles 29, 11 says this, Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heavens and in the earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head above all. In other words, you are the most high God. Guys, let's let these words just resonate and burn into our hearts today. God, the most high God, to him is the greatness. To him is the power. To him is the glory. To him is the victory. To him is the majesty. All that is in the heavens is his. All that is in the earth is his. His is the kingdom and he is the head above all. He is the most high God. Guys, so here's the question that I want to ask you and I want to ask myself today. Is this the God we serve? Yes, amen. Is this the God we know? Yes, amen. So if we know and we serve and we love and we walk in with God, who all the greatness, all the power, all the glory, all the victory, all the majesty is his, what are we getting upset about? Right? What are we allowing to take us off track today? What are we allowing to discourage us today? What are we allowing to steal our focus today? Right? When we walk with the most high God. Come on, somebody say it again. I'm just going to get you declaring it today. He is the most high God. Right? Let's look again. Another passage. Let's go to Psalm 91, 1 to 5. And it says, the Lord reigns. He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed and he is put on strength at his belt, as his belt. Yes, the world is established and it shall never be moved. Your throne is established from of old and you are from everlasting. The floods have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their roaring. Mightier than the thunders of many waters. Mightier than the waves of the sea. The Lord on high is mighty. Come on, just say that right now. The Lord on high is mighty. Your decrees are very trustworthy. Holiness befits your house, O Lord, forevermore. Come on, somebody say it again. He is the most high God. You are the most high God. And so I've been taking all this time today just to lay some foundations. Because, you know, there's so much for us to learn from the scriptures. There's so much that we can grow in. But I really, even part of the heart of this series is so often we can talk about, you know, principles from the Bible, which are awesome. We can talk about foundational doctrines and theology, which is amazing. We can talk about, you know, truths and, and strategies and steps and all these things are great. But you know what the first thing the Bible's about? It's about God, 
right? The first thing we should be searching out, the first thing we should be pursuing is the knowledge of God, going after the nature of God, right? Pressing into him and knowing him. And so I want to encourage you, even as we're in this time, it's a real simple encouragement today because we've been talking about he's the most high God, that he is mighty, that he is holy, that, that he is awesome, that there is nothing that is too difficult for him. And in the middle of all that, here's my heart and here's my encouragement to you today as a church family. Let's get our eyes and keep our eyes on the most high God. Who are, what are we looking at today? Where are our eyes focused? Where is our attention focused? Because today, the call, today, the encouragement, today, the challenge to each one of us is let's lift up our eyes to the most high God. Let's lift up our eyes to this most high God in the middle of the circumstance, in the middle of the challenges, in the middle of situations. Let's look to him. The next verse I want you to go that speaks of this is 2 Chronicles 20 verse 12. And it says, Oh, our God, will you not execute judgment on them? For we are powerless against this great horde that is coming against us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Now, some context for this verse. The children of Israel, in praying this prayer, were facing a great army, you know, a great horde, as this translation said, that was coming against them. In the natural, they had no chance. In the natural, they had no hope. And yet they prayed this prayer, and they called out to God, and they said, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Where are your eyes in the season? Who or what are your eyes on? Because God is encouraging us today and he's calling us to lift up our eyes to the most high God, to put our eyes on him. Come on, family, straight up. We are in a challenging season. There's many of us who are going through very difficult circumstances right now. We're going through uh, problems. We're going through, uh, I mean, uh, who knows? each one of us has got our own journey. But in the middle of this, the call is God saying, listen, I am the most high God. Get your eyes off your circumstance, your situation. Get your eyes off the wind and the waves and the things that are going on. And get your eyes onto me, the most high God. You might be facing spiritual attack today, even as you're sitting and listening to me. Get your eyes on the most high God. You might be facing problems and challenges that you don't know what to do about. Get your eyes on the most high God. You may be facing financial problems in your life right now. Get your eyes on the most high God. You may be angered and discouraged by what you see going on in the world around you. Get your eyes on the most high God. Whatever is going around today, guys, whatever's going on, whatever's happening, the call from God is, hey, look up. Get your eyes on me. Get your eyes on the most high God. Come on, somebody say it again. Declare it. He is the most high God. I want you to turn with me to Psalm 57, 2 to 3. And Psalm 57, 2 to 3 says this, I cry out to God most high, to God who will fulfill his purpose for me. He will send help from heaven to rescue me, disgracing those who hound me. Selah. Pause and calmly think about that. That's what that means. And then it says here, my God will send forth his unfailing love and faithfulness. Guys, this is a word for so many of us in this season. Cry out to the God most high. Look to him. Look to God most high because he is the one who will fulfill his purpose for me. 
right? I know even in this time, many people have felt isolated. They felt held back. There's things that you want to do that you can't do. There's, there's all kinds of limitations, but it's so easy to forget that it's God who fulfills his purposes for us. Right? Yes, we have to obey. And yes, we have to play our, our part. But guys, we don't do this by might nor by power, but we do it by his spirit. We do it by the spirit of the most high God. That is how we do it. And I want to encourage you, just stretch your faith out today. He will fulfill his purpose for you. Right? And he's the most high God. There's nothing that's higher than him. There's no one that can overrule him and he will fulfill his purpose. Furthermore, he sends help from heaven to rescue you, disgracing those who hound you, right? Maybe you are in need of some rescuing. Maybe you're in need of protection right now. Maybe you're in need of provision. Maybe you're in need of the Lord to, to, to step in on your behalf in a situation. He will send help. He will disgrace those who hound you, right? He's going to disgrace the enemy and the enemy's plots and plans for your life. He will send forth his unfailing love and his faithfulness. This is the most high God. I mean, I want you to turn with me to Psalm 91. Even at the start of this season, before we knew everything that was happening, Prophet Ewell Crawford was with us. We've mentioned this many times. And he said a key scripture for us is Psalm 91. And so let me just read it. It's a little longer, but I want to declare it over you. But watch where the Most High comes into this. Verse 1, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. Right? So often we just read over that. It's just part of the verse. No, when you dwell in the secret place of the Most High, part of this means you dwell in a revelation and a, a revelation of and a relationship with the Most High. Right? It says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress. In Him I will trust. Right? In God the Most High. Surely he, the God most high, shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He, the God most high, shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that is waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. Why? Because you're with the God who who is the most high. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Now watch this again. Because you've made the Lord your refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place, no evil will befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. He gives his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra. The young lion, you should serpent, you shall trample underfoot. Because he set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high, because he's known my name. See, watch this. God the Most High, when we look to him, when we cry out to him, when we put our faith and our trust and our dependence, what does he do to us? He sets us on on high. He brings us up on high with him. So not is he the most high, but he says, hey, you're seated with me in heavenly places, right? You are seated with Christ. Everything that I put under his feet is under your feet. That's in Ephesians. It's under, you know, we used to sing, it's under my feet. It is under your feet. Why? Because we've been brought up high with the one who is the most high. 
right? And it says, because he's known my name. The last two verses, he will call on me. I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and I will show him my salvation. Guys, Psalm 91 very clearly was a key scripture for us in this season. It speaks of the Lord's protection. It speaks of the Lord's provision. It speaks of the Lord stepping in on our behalf. And this is who he is. He is the most high. And when we dwell in the secret place of the most high, right? When we we put our trust and faith in the most high, he lifts us up high with him. Trust him today. Let's make a commitment. Let's just set our hearts. We are going to put our eyes on the most high God. Can I show you one more scripture today before we go to close and prayer? Isaiah 40, 28 to 31. Again, this will be a verse most of you are very familiar with. It says, have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. Right? So even though it doesn't say the most high, this is speaking of God, the most high. He is the one who's everlasting. He is the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint nor grow weary. Nothing is above him. Nothing, can, can, nothing is greater than him. His understanding is unsearchable. But watch this, because this is what it says in 29 and 30 and, and, and moving forward. And I really believe this is part of the word for the Lord for us today. It says, he gives power to the faint and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths shall faint and be weary and young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And family, just as we bring this message to a close, I want to encourage you in this word today, right? When we consider who he is, have you not known? Have you not heard, right? There's almost this picture. It's like Isaiah is saying, guys, did you forget, right? Like, didn't you know this? Didn't you hear this? Have you lost sight of who we serve? Have you lost sight of who we love? Have you lost sight of who is in us and who is with us right now? It's the most high God. It's the Lord who's the everlasting God. It's the Lord who's the creator of the heavens and the earth. It's the Lord who does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable and he gives power to those who are faint. He gives to him who has no might. He gives him strength. And so then he goes on to say here, just as we're reading, he says, yeah, and so even use, like no matter what, as human beings, we will have times where we get weary. As human beings, we'll have times where we feel faint. As human beings, we'll have times where we are exhausted. But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. Another translation talks about those who wait on the Lord. In other words, those who get their eyes off everything else and put their eyes back on the Most High God. Lift up your eyes today. Get your eyes on the Most High God prioritize your time with him. Get in the word, get in prayer. Yeah, but you feel tired, you feel discouraged, you feel weary. But you know what? That's why you got to get your eyes back on the most high God, right? It's like we were reading back in Chronicles. We don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. You might be here today and you don't know what to do. Get your eyes on the most high God. 
None of us knows exactly what the future holds and when certain things are going to end and when restrictions are going to lift and if there's going to be other things that happen. But we don't know what's coming, but we can. We know who is with us and we can put our eyes on the most high God. Come on, today, I always want to encourage you. I want to pray over you in just a moment. I want to pray and we're going to release this because the Lord is saying today, he wants to renew your strength. Today, he's saying he wants you to mount up with wings like eagles. Today, he's saying he wants you to run and not grow weary. He wants you to walk and not faint. There is fresh strength. There is fresh encouragement that is coming today. But it's happening as we get our eyes off everything else around us and we get our eyes back on the Most High God. Come on, wherever you are right now, I just want you to say he is the Most High God. He is the Most High God. Let me pray for you right now. And if you're in this place where this word is speaking to you, we're saying, yes, I need to lift my eyes up to the Most High God. We're saying, I need to get my, my focus on Him. I need to turn my eyes to Him. If you're in that, I want you just wherever you are right now. I know, I know we're online and wherever you might be, but just put yourself in a place to receive from the Lord. You know, maybe you want to close your eyes, open your hands up like you're receiving Him. Raise your hands, get on your knees, whatever, whatever works for you where you are. But I want to pray this over you right now. Father, today in Jesus' name, I thank you for this simple but powerful revelation today that you are the Most High God. And I pray for every person under the sound of my voice. I pray for every person listening to me. I pray for a fresh revelation in their heart that you are the Most High God. Lord, for a fresh revelation of how great you are, how powerful you are, how awesome you are, that there is nothing too hard for you, there is nothing that's too difficult for you. And even in the days and the times that we're in, the challenges that many of us are facing, that we are not alone because you are with us. And you are the most high God. There is nothing as powerful as you. There is nothing as strong as you. There is nothing as great as you. And we just thank you for this. And we declare this today. And I pray for every person today, even as we look to you, as we wait on you, even this moment, God, you are renewing strength. We are mounting up with wings like eagles. We are running and not growing weary. We are walking and not fainting. And we just speak this and we declare this and we thank you for this in Jesus' name. And everyone who agreed with me said, amen. All right, well, just in this moment, before we wrap things up, we always like to give an opportunity for people who don't know Jesus to give their lives to him. See, the Bible teaches us that God loves us with an everlasting love, but we've been separated from this love because of sin. Now, the Bible teaches us that the wages of sin is death. This is not just talking about physically dying. It's talking about an eternal separation from God. And I'm not just talking about you. That was me. That was every single human being on the planet. The wages of sin was death, eternal separation from God. But, the verse wasn't finished there because it says, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. God has a free gift for you and me. It's eternal life and it's available to us through Jesus Christ, through faith and trust in Jesus. It's not something we earn. It's not something we work for. We don't have to get ourselves all fixed up before we can have it. No, it's right there for us right now. It's a free gift. We just have to receive it. And so if you're listening today and you realize I need to give my life to Jesus, I need this gift, or maybe you say I need to give my life back to him, I want you to pray this prayer with me right now. Say, Jesus, thank you for your love for me. Thank you that you came for me. Thank you that you died for me. Thank you that you rose again. Today I turn my back on sin and I commit my life to you. Forgive me. Fill me. Free me 
I want to follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, here's what I want to encourage you. If you prayed that prayer and you meant it, the Bible says all who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. And if you've called on him, right, you called on the Most High God, something has changed and shifted. You may not even feel anything different, but there's something that's happened in your spirit and you've been forgiven and God has filled you with his spirit. And now it's about walking and following him every day. And so if you prayed that prayer and you meant it, we would love to help you and support you in wherever way possible. Can you just indicate that in the chat box or reach out to us and let us know that you prayed that prayer because we want to stand with you and we want to just help you in any way we can. All right, well, we do want to bring things to a close. Again, thank you guys for joining us today. It's been so good to be together. We're really excited about what God's doing this season. Yes, there's challenges, but there are so many open doors, and we are believing God for so many things. So please remember, as you go today, definitely we've got that volunteer training coming up. If you'd still like to get involved, you definitely can. Make sure you plug into that. And let's just continue to grow and move forward together. Connections are on this week. Obviously, you can definitely volunteer. We're going to be restarting a lot of our classes coming into the new year, so just stay tuned for that. There's lots happening here at Toronto State Church. But again, our eyes are fixed on Him, right? We're looking to the Most High God. Come on, where you are one last time today, just say with me, He is the Most High God. Amen? All right, love you guys. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us today at Toronto City Church and our online worship experience. We will be here every Sunday at 11 a.m. and in person at 9 and 11.30. As we look forward to the week, we want to remind you of several things. Make sure you join a connection group. We have a number of options throughout the week. We also have daily prayer calls that you can get involved with. Contact the office for more information. And if there's anything we can do to serve you, please let us know. Thank you again for joining us today and have a great week. And always remember, we are called to know God and to make him known. God bless you.